بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد We continue with the uh, chapter on manners in a group, social manners. Abu Dawud and Al-Hakim reported an authentic hadith that Maimoon bin Abu Shabib recounted that a beggar stopped by Rasulullah's wife or mother Aisha Siddiqa and she gave him a piece of dry bread. At another time, a well-groomed man came and asked her for food. She asked him to sit and she offered him a meal. <coughs> and uh, then they asked her why did she do that. So she said, I was giving to the person according to their need. Whoever needed what they needed. Imam Nawawi concluded by citing a hadith reported by Bukhari and Muslim in which Samura ibn Jundub, he said, Though I was a young child, at the time of Rasulullah I used to listen to what he said and memorize it. Nothing prevents me from narrating my knowledge except the presence of older people. So he, and there are many other stories like this of, <coughs> of young people, of young children who uh, memorized uh, a lot of Quran just by Rasulullah reciting and they were there and they listened to him carefully and then memorized. Imam al-Nawawi rahmatullahi concluded, uh, no, in conclusion, the sunnah of serving at a gathering uh, is to start from according to the merits of age and knowledge and so on and so forth and uh, complete on that basis. Uh, and then go from the right of that person, start from the person who is the most prominent, the oldest, the scholar and so on, and then move from the right to that person, uh, going all the way around. Uh, in his book of Al-Bayan al Imam Ibn Rushd, he said as a rule, if the status of those present is equal, one should start on the right with every desirable act. But if there is a scholar or somebody of honor or an elder present, the sunnah is to serve that person first and move to his right in a counterclockwise fashion. Rasulullah was offered some milk mixed with water when a Bedouin was sitting on his right and to his left was sitting Abu Bakr Siddiq drank some and handed it over to the Bedouin saying from the right then to the right. Once you have served the most prominent person, do not proceed to your right in a clockwise fashion, even if the people to, you, to your right are of higher status, unless those on the right give up their turn. <coughs> Rasulullah was sitting with elders on his left and a young man on his right. He was given a drink. After drinking, he asked the young man, would you allow me to pass it to them? The young man said, by Allah, no, I would not favor anyone with my share of your drink. So Rasulullah put the willingly put the drink uh, in the hand of the young man, indicating that it was his right. The uh, Indian uh, scholar uh, Al Mubarak Puri in his treatise on explaining Jamiat Tirmidhi elaborated on this issue when commenting on the hadith narrated by Ibn Abbas 
and he said the server should be the last one to drink. Al-Mubarak Puri said, this indicates that the server should delay his drink until all the guests have been served. And the same applies to anything else that is served. The most notable should be served first and then on their right until everyone is served. <coughs> it's a very um, interesting thing, the detail to which we have been uh, <coughs> given directions about behavior and about manners. Subhanallah, we ask Allah to make us uh, worthy of this and to learn these things and to practice them, inshallah. Then we come to the story of Khais ibn Asim al-Tamimi. To respect, obey and give precedence to the elders is an old established Arab and Muslim tradition. The Sheikh says here, I would like to quote on in full the advice of the great companion, Sahabi Khais ibn Asim al-Tamimi radiallahu. On his deathbed, Khais radiallahu advised his children to consider the elders as their leaders, from whom they will receive valuable advice and sound wisdom. Khais bin Asim al-Minkhiri al-Tamimi was the chieftain of the tribe of Tamim, famous for his eloquent speeches and wisdom. Rasulullah honored him with the title, Master of the Desert Dwellers. He was a wise and, wi- and mild-mannered person. In the ninth year of Hijrah, he came to visit, visit Rasulullah in Medina with a delegation of his tribe. When Rasulullah saw him, he said, This is the master of the desert dwellers. He lived an honorable life, spending his life last years in Basra, where he died in the year 20 Hijri. He was known for patience and leniency. Al-Ahnaf bin Khais, a famous Arab uh, sage, was once asked, Who taught you patience and leniency? And he said, Khais bin Asim al-Minkhiri. Once I saw him sitting in his courtyard, talking to his guests and fellow tribesmen. A man tied up in ropes and a dead body were brought to him. He was told, We caught your nephew after he killed your son. Khais bin Asim remained calm and completed his talk. Turning to his nephew, he said, You have done the worst. You have sinned against your Rabb. You harmed your relative and murdered your cousin. You killed yourself and weakened your tribe. He called another son and said to him, My son, untie your cousin and set him free. Bury your brother and go to his mother and give her a hundred camels to compensate her for the loss of her son. See the man, the patient, the man's son died. The murderer is there. He didn't kill the murderer. And he said, give him there. Hassan Basir Ali, who met him and studied under him, relates that when Khais bin Asim, who was dying, he called his, he had 33 children. He called his 33 children and advised them. He said, oh my sons, fear Allah. And remember what I will say, for no one will give you more sincere advice. When I die, make your seniors your leaders. Do not make your juniors your leaders. For if you promote your seniors, you will maintain your father's legacy. Do not make your juniors your leaders. For if you do so, people will not only disrespect your seniors, but will look down at you. Do not wail after my death. For I heard Rasulullah forbade wailing. Look after your wealth for it enlightens the generous and averts miserliness. Do not beg people, for that is the worst way of becoming wealthy. Avoid bad traits. It may please you once, but will displease you many times. Khais then called for his quiver and asked his eldest son Ali to take out a single arrow and break it, and he did that. 
He asked him to break two arrows and he did that. He then, then he asked his son to bundle 30 arrows with a tie and break them all, but his son could not. He said, my son, you will be strong if united and weak if separated. Then he composed the following poem. He said, glory is what the earnest father built and the children maintained. Glory, bravery and leniency are best adorned with chastity, with chastity and generosity. Thirty, you are my sons in face of calamities and trouble. If you are like, you are like thirty arrows bundled with a strong tie. It will not be broken, but once separated, it can easily be broken. Your elders, your best mannered, should be your leaders. Your young should be protected and nurtured until your youngest matures. <clears throat> then we come to Birral Vadridain, which is uh, so there is manners with parents and the Shaykh advises, he says, observe full respect and reverence to your father and mother for they are the most worthy of your consideration. Bukhari and Muslim reported that a man asked O Messenger of Allah who is most, who is most worthy of my, of my best behavior. Rasulullah said, your mother, your mother, your mother, then your father, then the closer and closer among your relatives, whoever is closest to you. Bukhari, in his Al-Adab Al-Mufrad, he said, Abdul Razak uh, in his Musannaf uh, reported that Hisham bin Urwa recounted that his father told him that Abu Hurairah saw a man walking ahead of another. He asked him, is this man related to you? The man said, he's my father. Abu Hurairah told him, do not walk ahead of him. Do not sit until he sits and do not call him by his name. According to Ibn Wahhab, a student of Imam Malik, named Imam Abdurrahman ibn Qasim al-Uttaqi al-Masri. He said, when Imam Malik was reading al-Muwatta to me, suddenly he stood up and left me for a long time. Then he came back and sat down. He was asked why he did that. He said, my mother came down asking me something. Since she was standing, I stood up and when she went, I sat down again. Likewise, the revered Tabi, Tabi'i Ta'us bin Kisan, he said it is part of the sunnah to respect four people, a scholar, an elder, a leader, and a father. It is considered rude that a man call his father by his name. More so at the end of his book uh, of Maliki Fiqh, Al-Kafi, Imam Malik, Imam Ahmed bin Abdul-Bar, Imam Ibn Abdul-Bar, he said kindness to the parents is an obligatory duty and by the grace of Allah it is not so difficult. Kindness means to be humble with them, to speak to them nicely, to look at them with love and respect, to speak in a mild tone that does not surpass theirs, meaning, meaning don't speak loudly, unless they are hard of hearing, to give them complete access to your own wealth and to offer them the best of your food and drink. Children should not walk ahead of their parents, nor speak before them in matters that they know are their father's matter. Children should wholeheartedly Avoid upsetting their parents and should please them as much as possible. Making your parents' life enjoyable is one of the most virtuous acts. Children must hasten to respond to their parents' call. If a child is performing voluntary salah, which is nafil, the prayer should be shortened to respond promptly. Children should not only say good words, children should only say good words to their parents. In return, it is the parents' duty to make it easier for their children by being kind and supportive of them, for only with Allah's help are people obey, able to obey Him and heed His commands. 
you may have to go out of your way to serve your mother and father but do not forget that their rights are beyond such difficulties for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah al-isra your rab has decreed that you worship none but him and that you be kind to your parents whether one or both of them when one or both of them attain old age in this life do not say a word of content don't say uff even nor rebuff them nor address them except in terms of honor and out of kindness lower to them the wing of humility and say my lord bestow mercy on them as they cherished me in my childhood The Prophet ﷺ said, "No child will compensate a parent unless he finds him or her a slave and frees him or her." Keep in mind that it is human nature to like to be the best in status, prestige, and popularity, and to dislike that someone be better than yourself. Only your parents would wish that you become better than what they were. How should you treat those who prefer you to themselves and truly wish you the best? وصلى الله على نبينا الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا رب العالمين